You're listening, listening to, to Bible, Bible Plus. Bible Plus from Seesaw. Bible Plus is a podcast featuring short, daily discussions of every chapter in the New Testament. Bible Plus is designed to increase Bible reading, understanding, and enjoyment. Get more out of the Bible. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another day of Bible Plus. We are in an awesome conclusion to a message by Jesus from the previous three chapters. So that's 14, 15, and 16. And I'll tell you what, y'all, this chapter as a concluding prayer, as a a concluding prayer to the last three chapters, which were a message that Jesus was giving, it, it just, it just should put it, leave us in awe and wonder that yes, this is the gospel of John written, documented by John, but what man can give a message like this? What, what, what person can offer up a prayer like Jesus does in this chapter? This, this isn't a normal thought of man. So when you read this, it just is soaked in an atmosphere of God. Like this is God speaking. This is God praying. So previously, Jesus is talking about being glorified, glorify, glorify, being glorified in the Son, the Father being glorified in the Son, and then the Son, the Father. Blah, 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 blah. So here in the first verse, we just we're this whole prayer brings us into a glimpse of the divine Trinity, the Triune God, the Father, Son, and Spirit. It's just such a mysterious book. John is incredible. And here in John, in, in chapter 17, we're seeing the prayer that Jesus has uh, to the Father regarding himself, regarding the Father, and regarding his beloved ones whom he's been dwelling with. So at the beginning, verse 1 starts off, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son. This is Jesus praying. Glorify me that I may glorify you. This is the Son of God praying. Father, glorify me, that the divine life in me, that the, the, the life of your life living in me, in the Godhead, would be revealed, would be expressed among man, not just in my divinity, but in my humanity as a man. Father, glorify your son. And then in doing so, the father would be glorified because the father and the son are one. So the son's glory is the father's glory. And then you progress in chapter, in, in verses two and three. He has the authority to give eternal life. And what is this eternal life? Y'all, when we believe into him, when we receive him, eternal life is not just, you know, you live forever. Verse three says, this is the eternal life that they may know you, the only true God. What is the function of the eternal life? What is the function of the spirit living in us? It is that we may know the father. We may know God. This is, this is amazing. Know God and know him whom you have sent, Jesus Christ. And I have glorified you on the earth. I've finished the work which you have given me to do. Now glorify me along with yourself, Father, with the glory which I had with you before the world was. Here he is. This is surely God. Jesus, the one praying this high prayer. This is God in the flesh who is not apart from the Father and apart from the Spirit, but this is the triune God expressed in the prayer of Jesus. So, progressing, he's praying for the glorification of himself, the glorification of the Father, but then it progresses to the church, to the believers. 
Why is this so important? He's saying, Father, okay, I'm leaving. You've given them to me. Your gifts. All of you who are listening to this podcast, listen, you are a gift given from the Father to the Son. Before time began, it was predestined. You're predestinated as chosen vessels, as chosen people who would be given to the Son as gifts. And the Father's here saying, look, you've given them to me as gifts. You've kept, uh, they've, they've even kept your word. What does that mean? That means they've expressed you. They've, they've glorified you. That's in the following verse. And they know that all that has been given to me is from you. So Jesus is, is asking on their, on their account, look, they're in the world, just as I was in the world. But as si- verse 16 says, they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. So the son, Jesus, he's just praying to the father and saying, they are given to me, but they are yours. Dear brothers and sisters, listening to this, you are gods. You are gods. And in verse 10, it just is manifest again. All that is mine, this is Jesus, all that is mine is yours, Father, and yours mine, and I have been glorified in them. How precious. Even in Jesus' ministry, his disciples were glorifying God. Why? Because they were expressing the divine life. They were expressing Jesus on the earth. And then verse 11, here's, here's the mention of oneness. The mention of oneness. Father, keep them in your name which you have given to me, that they may be one even as we are. Brothers and sisters, we have a life. We have a life in us that is capable of being one with one another. The whole world is separated. The whole world is at odds with one another. There is really not much peace at all. If it is, it's just temporary. But here he's praying that they may be one. Oh Lord, make us one as you prayed in John 17, fulfill this prayer, Lord. <clears throat> and then I was really touched by the last part of um, this chapter, verses 14 through 21, and actually further, but but he's, he's just praying a sanctifying prayer, a protecting prayer. And what is he protecting them against? The attacks of the enemy. Because we're in the world, we're in the realm of Satan because the whole world lies in the evil one, in the hands of the evil one. So what do we need? We need to be sanctified in the truth. At the beginning of John, we saw that he came full of grace and reality. Grace and truth. The, the word truth is the same as reality in Greek. Sanctify them in reality. Your word is truth. Your word is reality. Y'all, the only real one in the universe is our triune God. He's the triune God and his word. Oh, in his word, he is contained and concealed. And I would even say revealed as reality. So when we come to the word, he is sanctifying us, setting us apart, saturating us and filling us with his word, not just as letters, not just as letters, as Paul later wrote that letters kill, but it's the spirit. It's the spirit in the word that gives life. So Jesus was sent he, he has these disciples, his people on the earth. He's praying that the Father would cover them, protect them, sanctify them, set them apart, keep them from the evil one. Why? Okay, the last few chapters, even all of John, the divine trinity, the Father, Son, and Spirit have been revealed again and again. 
And in verse 21, it says that they all may be one, even as Father, you are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, that the world may believe that you have sent me. And in verse 23, actually in 22, um, that they may be one even as we are one. Verse 23, I in them and you in me, that they may be perfected into one. Y'all, this oneness of the triune God, we, we have been incorporated into it. That doesn't mean we're, we're in the Godhead as, as, as persons to be worshiped. But no, we have been begotten as children of God. And now the Father as the Son in, uh, in the Spirit. The Father in the Son as the Spirit lives in us lives in us. Now Christ is in us. The Father's in us. The Spirit's in us. And what does He want? He wants us to be one with Him. Jesus, His whole ministry, He says that I do the works of my Father. I do what my Father says. I do I do all the things that my Father says. I'm one with Him. And then what does He say? That they also may be in us and one with us. What an awesome prayer. The Lord is accomplishing this prayer as we daily go on in the Christian life. We're being saturated, sanctified in his word. We're being protected by the Lord. We're gathering together as believers. We're being made one. And what is he doing? He's perfecting us into one as the body of Christ, as his many believers. And you know what the world's going to see? The world comes in our midst and they'll say, surely God is among them. And in verse 23, to continue, the world will know that you have sent me and have loved them, even as you have loved me. So brothers and sisters, this is, this is such a high and awesome prayer. The son, the son is praying for the, his children, the father's children to be kept, kept in his name. That means kept in his person, filled with the divine word and that and that the end, his name would be known to them and would make it known. So, brothers and sisters, what an awesome chapter, what an awesome prayer, concluding an awesome message uh, by Jesus in the previous three chapters. So, we have a high calling, a wonderful Jesus as the Spirit, who's one with the Father, who's dwelling in us. And as we turn to him and are as one with him, he is expressed and glorified through us as his believers. So, That's it for today, y'all. We can spend so much time getting into this, but for now, that's it. Enjoy the word, enjoy the day, and God bless you with himself.